0: Welcome to the pre-match, a footballing podcast living to your ears every weekend of the year, not just the footballing season. As proved by the fact we are here middle of the summer, but the transfer window is open, plenty for us to talk about, and we will be delving into some of the big talking points today. You are joined by me, Graham Bailey, at Graham Bailey. You can get me on Twitter, also on threads, but you don't need to bother about that. Craig, at Craig, at Craig underscore Honeyman is Craig's Twitter address. How are you doing, Craig? Yeah, I'm good, Graham. And uh you'll be pleased to know that I have still
1: not joined threads. Are you still enjoying your time on threads?
0: Um I am I am just about remembering to post the odds. Um obviously I use social media mainly for my work. Yeah. Um I am I am not quite remembering to post everything I should, so apologies to the threadheads, but um yeah. For me, I I like threads, but I don't think it's different enough, Craig, from Twitter. That's my only bone of contention with It there's nothing there and also the one thing about threads i would hope craig you know know all these bots you get where you send out a tweet and so the bots follow you they're already they're already on threads no yeah they're already there so it's like come on it's like i thought you would have a few years without that but if they're already there what's the point in going over but anyway um what's the point in going over and that's a bit of a a bit of an issue we're going to be talking about today what's the point in moving to saudi arabia a few Liverpool players are asking that question, Craig. We did look, talk Saudi last week, but the Saudi-raving pro league, Craig, is here to stay. Yep. And that proves it because we're talking about it quite a few weeks. A really big story this week, Craig. Um, Liverpool, they've had offers for Jordan Henderson uh, and Fabinho. And yep. also Tiago's Ti- wanted as well. Yep. Now, Liverpool lost a lot of players during summer. We know they lost James Milner, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, some um, Nabi Keita. That left him with, with a few holes. They weren't planning on allowing Fabinho to go. And John Henderson, certainly not. Now the John Henderson um case, I actually did a story when Gerard was appointed. I, I was told that Henderson was in Gerard's um radar, and I did a story in it craig. And but I was told at the time that Henderson wasn't really considering it, mainly because actually of his England career. Because, you know, um, he's he's still hoping to go to the Euros next year. And yeah. he will be. You know, if he's fit, he will be going to the Euros with Gareth Southgate. Now, as it transpires, Craig, the offer that has landed on Jordan Henderson's desk, or his agent's desk, Craig, is worth around £100,000 a day. Which is, um. it was interesting, some people, Craig, described it as life-changing money, which it is, no doubt about that. However, is it life-changing money, Craig? For yeah. someone who's already earned £50 million in his career. However, so John Henderson now is considering this. He's held talks with Jurgen Klopp um, about the situation. We understand, great, that Jurgen Klopp doesn't want him to leave. But Liverpool, It's if if Fabinho and Henderson both want this move, it may happen. Um, obviously, h- how big a part is Steven Gerrard playing this career? Do you think it's a big part, small part? Um, it's an added bonus that he would be there if he did it. What's your take on John Henderson initially? considering this move.
1: Yeah, great. I, I, did, did you ever see any of the footage of of, of Jordan Henderson uh, signing for Liverpool? There was, there was a nice little video made uh, last year. I think it was by Liverpool Football club or someone associated with the club. And um, it was it was Jordan arriving at the training ground when he'd signed from Sutherland for that huge fee at the time. It was around 17 million, wasn't it? I think rising to 20. Um, and Jordan was accompanied by his father, Brian, um, who we, we know has had his health issues and we wish Brian well. Um, and Brian gave a little interview, and he talked about walking in and seeing Cara at the training ground and Stevie G, as he called him. Uh, you know Stephen Gerrard to 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 those of us that don't call him Stevie G, and that aren't familiar with him. Um, look, um, I think it's a huge part that he'll play. He was he was Jordan Henderson's hero, I'm told, as a as a young player, as a young midfield player breaking through. Um, he eventually took the captaincy when 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 Steven Gerrard left. Uh, he's played under numerous managers. He's 33 now, Graham. Right? He's got another year after this on his contract at Liverpool. He is going to see his time diminish at Liverpool. We saw that last season. He started 23 games. Um, a lot of games he he came off the bench. I think he he came off the bench in the Premier League 13 or 14 times, didn't he? So he was uh, a real chunk of games off the bench. Um, what what he has done? I don't think you've seen any footage of Liverpool preseason so far. He's turned up, Graeme in, in good shape. In unbelievable shape. He's um he's been doing boxing through the summer, uh, and it really it really shows. He's ripped. He, he looks like a listen. He's a, he's an athlete anyway, but I think it's probably the best shape he's turned up for, in um in preseason, um. And look, it is the Gerard effect for him. If it was, I think if it was a random Saudi club that had no association, um, I don't think that Jordan Henderson at this stage of his career would go. But to go and be part of something with Stephen Gerrard, I think that would be of interest to him. Um, you know, may, maybe he'd start his coaching badges over there. I don't know if he's I'm sure Jordan probably has started his coaching badges, you know. Um, I think he's probably got his 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 for C, probably his is his, his, his for B already. Uh, I'd be hugely surprised if he hasn't. Um, as if you look at players, and uh, he he is one that I'm absolutely sure that will go into management. That probably some point will manage Sunderland, may have managed Liverpool one day. Um, but I'm sure that he he, he will want to follow that route, and and who knows, that might be a route for him over in over in Saudi too.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. So, as we know, he's considering it. He hasn't made any decisions yet. Same with Fabinho as well, Craig. Obviously, yeah. that's a bit of, bit of a shock for him. I, um, but you can see from Liverpool's point of view, suddenly, obviously, their midfield overhaul has already begun. Alexis Macallister, yeah. uh, Dominic Sobislai has gone in. Yeah. The, if they allow Fabinho, Henderson, and possibly even Thiago to leave, Craig, and, and yeah. I could see why FSG would want that, Craig, because, yes. you know...
1: The They've been
0: they're yeah. they're, they're making money on these players to get the wages off completely yes. off the off the um accounts. And, yeah. and they have three hefty wage bill wage salaries, by the way. That would leave him in an interesting position, Craig. Um I think F- FSG are, would be tempted by this because there is there is opportunities out there, Craig. Um really, I, t- is...
1: I, I tell you what, FSG would be tempted by really what if so if a Saudi Arabian club came in for Virgil van Dijk. Uh, I, if they could get a sizable chunk of money for a 32-year-old defender who is struggling, I think they'd uh, they'd absolutely jump at that. And I think Van Dyke would too because he could have a cigar out in Saudi Arabia.
0: I think yeah. that okay, is well, one to keep in mind. Let, let, let's focus on these centre midfielders for now, though, Craig, because there is options out there, as I was saying. Um, Romeo Rome Lavia, we know he's a player they like. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of clubs like him. I've I've said in peace, I've done that, Romeo Lavia could end up being the most in-demand Play yes. in 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 this summer because Chelsea, is, Arsenal, yeah. you know a lot of teams like him. Even I could even see City going for him if, if Phillips went, etc. City going back for him. The other one who um I think, and I believe um i believe that I think Liverpool are actually monitoring the situation for Moises Caicedo, yeah. and I'm not surprised about that at all. Yeah. I think can you imagine? Where well, I know he's not that experienced, but he has played that season in the Premier League, so he does have that Premier League experience. Same with McAllister. Can you imagine Caicedo, McAllister, and Zoberslite? Now, I I I I've I think Fabinho's legs have gone completely. And anyway, I think they've gone. I really do. I thought that for 18 months. Imagine Caicedo, McAllister, Zobersley. How that would be fascinating and intriguing, wouldn't it, Craig? Um, well,
1: we've seen McAllister and Caicedo, haven't we? So uh uh Look, he's a he's a he's a technically gifted football player.
0: Um, I think he's, he's a bit man-made, obviously, like, isn't he? Where you either, I find when I talk to people about sort of, like in the game, like yourself and whatever, Craig, that people either absolutely love him or are not quite convinced by him. He, he's one of those players where some I, people I, think, think I'm, I'm, some people think he's next Messi, and some people don't really. It. It's a weird one with him.
1: I'm, I'm probably a bit on the fence. If if I'm honest, I think he's got real talent. Um... It'll be really interesting how we cope with the physical demands of the English Premier League. And uh, when we say that, that there are physical demands in our league that are different to other leagues. The good news is probably the Bundesliga is arguably the closest to the physical demands. It's it's the Liga and Serie A and uh, League 1 are, are, are very different physically. Uh, Portugal, very different physically to... To the demands of of the English Premier League, um, he's Do a good... you think
0: German think Germany can be a better fit sometimes for the physicality.
1: Yes, yes. It's it, it's the nearest thing. It's the nearest.
0: Which, thing. Is, where, which is where he's coming from. It, yeah, he's
1: coming. He's coming from Leipzig. Yeah, it's, I, said, I said that, and just made that point. Yeah. A little bit. Right. You know, I think that, that the fact that he's coming from Germany helps, um, but mm. it'll be interesting to see how he how he does. I I, I like that that hungry team, Graham national team. I think they've got some really technical and talented football players. Do you think uh, Liverpool
0: have been missing that? So not since Coutinho, they haven't had that player to really unlock defences and be like two almost too reliant on Mo Salah to do that. Do you think it's a could offer that,
1: yeah. I think so. I think I, I listen since Coutinho left, they, they completely changed their style of play. They did go complete rock and roll football, where in effect, the three midfield players, Graham, uh, were not really a goal threat, and the goal threat always came from the three forwards and, and Trent Alexander Arnold, and maybe a center back getting a few goals from set plays. Um, I, I think probably the midfield players would probably get a maximum of of 10 goals between them over the course of a season. Uh, now we know McAllister can get goals. Uh, we know Slobazai can can get goals. Um, you know, we, we certainly didn't expect Jordan Henderson to get goals, did we? Or I mean, we didn't expect Fabinho to get goals or Thiago to get goals. So it is a different dynamic. But The one player I was hoping would get a chance to get a real breakthrough this year at Liverpool is a player I'm a huge fan of in, in Harvey Elliott. Um, it was interesting to see he played a bit of a bit part at the at the Euros with our our young lions. Uh,
0: and my favourite Liverpool player was in ahead of him, wasn't he? Curtis Jones. Yeah, he played yeah. very well.
1: Curtis Jones did do really well. Curtis Jones did do really well, Graham.
0: I think because uh, you think they have got Curtis Jones, as you said, they have got Elliot. Stefan Battyich is still there as yeah. well. So. Unlike say Chelsea, who are quite in, look as if they really do need some experience, there are options there for Liverpool. There are, they, there they need, at least, even if they let Henderson and Fabinho go, they would need one more. But maybe only one more, correct? Yeah, I think
1: whoever, whichever club sign Lavia and Casido are getting two real potential stars. Um, <laughs> you know, in in that in that central midfield area. I Man, I I I look I look at Liverpool. Now and and just think with the age profile of some of those players, my favorite player um is is Mo Salah, as you know. Mm-hmm. Mo Salah's 31 now. So, you know, and look at the, the age dynamic of football is changing a little bit in that we can I, I think we can expect Mo Salah to perform for the next two, three seasons at the levels he has been, uh, with sports science, nutrition, sleep, etc., mm-hmm. as they as they have been. Um,
0: and he's not quite. We know he's not a party animal, is he? No,
1: he's, so he's not. Just, he's, he does look after himself. He, he, listen. He, he has got an unbelievable physique. He, he, he's not a drinker. Um, we know that through his through his religion. Um, and how he how he how he behaves himself off the pitch. He is a model 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 professional. Um, and there's no reason why he could, he, he he could maybe go on uh, like Cristiano Ronaldo has for 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 that longevity. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, and look i'm i'm sure agree back back to the saudi thing i'm sure there are desires and designs to get more salad to saudi arabia might not be this summer but i wouldn't be surprised if he
0: went next summer yeah certainly be a so john back to john henderson will bring yeah. bring full circle background Craig. Yeah. yes or no do you think john henderson starts his season at liverpool no i think he goes to saudi arabia
1: with steven gerrard and i think He he goes there, Graeme, and I think for the league, for the Saudi Pro League, I think it would be a massive Mm. signing, a statement signing. And the reason I say that is because Jordan Henderson is a current England international. He's an ambassador. He he conducts himself in such a way that he would be a real asset for for that league Mm. off the pitch. Not just yeah. on the pitch, but off the pitch, um, and it would prove. And 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 look, let's be honest, Graham. There are a lot of people, uh, a lot of people in your industry, a lot of journalists that are just throwing as much money as they can at, at, at Saudi Arabia and the Saudi Pro League. Uh, you're not, which is great. No. And, and there, there are there are some really. Uh, balanced journalists out there uh that are saying hold on a second this is what the Premier League have done for years the Premier oh, League, money. Uh, Premier English, League English, money English,
0: English money is no better to the world than Saudi Arabia Pro- really.
1: Abso- absolutely correct absolutely correct now what what the likes of Jordan Henson would do is they'd go and live a good life in, in Saudi Arabia. Um I've got I've got friends that live there Graham mm-hmm. as you know uh that live in, in compounds that live in with with Europeans um with swimming pools and villas and they they have a, a wonderful life. Mm-hmm. Um yes, they miss the alcohol. Uh the, the English guys and the Scottish guys, of course they do. Um but that's why they take little little weekend trips to Dubai and Egypt to uh to have the fix. Um look do it, you
0: think Craig it's good we we've seen we see the link with Pogba obviously we discussed that on the show about yes. wanting good muslim players the the, the I like, I like the fact that the Saudi the pro league are not just focusing on one type of player they're spreading the net far and wide they just want good footballers yeah i i listen,
1: i think their model of signing elite muslim football players is is to be applauded i think it's strategic i think it's smart and uh, and then you know the supplemental players they the, if jordan henson does go there um He's going there for his ability, but also for his draw, for what he brings. Like I said, Grim, what he brings off the pitch, he would be an ambassador for Saudi Arabia. And why not? And why not? Saudi Arabia is a changing country. Um, You know, people who don't understand, people who look for negatives will always find negatives, right? It's like like the man who looks for trouble will always find it. You know, if you look for a negative, you will always find a negative. If you look for positives, if you look for positives and you dig deep enough, you'll find positives, right? Saudi Arabia is a changing country. That the the, the the how they, they treat women has changed. Women are allowed to drive in the country now. Women are allowed to work. Um, women are allowed to attend sporting events. Women are allowed to travel with, uh, abroad on an airplane without. All of these things are new. And 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 whilst some will frown upon them, Graham, right, and go, well, it should have been like that all along. We are not to judge how other countries are, right? And I, I get sick and tired about people politicising football as if footballers and football clubs should be the moral police for the world. Countries live and, and, and breathe and have their politics. And so long as they're not hurting anybody in terms of the, the, how they do things, who cares? Who cares? And I, and I think the Saudi Pro League is going to be good for football.
0: And also... um, I, a point on that. Um, this is a non-Pif team They are the ones yeah. who are going to challenge Pif, which is a good thing. You know, we can't is just it, have. Um... It is a good thing. It really so, um... is a good thing. And t- yeah, in terms of good things, um, we're not going to touch on too long. We didn't discuss this pre pre pod, but we just like to. I'm sure you will applaud, um, Delhi Ali's interview, Craig, with uh, Gary Neville. Um, yeah. go, go on. All we can say, go and watch it. Go and listen to it. That it touches on a lot of subjects. That, um, lots of we talk about off air, Craig, as well in terms of, yeah. de- but but go and listen to it. And then maybe we'll talk about it next week and see about the future, of Delhi. But go and listen to it. Have a have a read of it. It's a fascinating piece,
1: I um... I, I retweeted a, t- a tweet from March of this year, right? When Deli Ali was uh was being ridiculed um for allegedly going missing in Turkey or something had happened in Turkey, the misunderstanding, uh it, it weren't it weren't great, right? It weren't great what was being written about him. And um and actually wrote a tweeted on that on that day saying Deli Ali needs support, not ridicule and scrutiny. I really hope that those around him get him the support that he clearly needs, right? And anyone that knows anything about Delhi's background will know that that young man has had a tough life, right? There's no and and people judge him the footballer, and yes, his his form did nosedive. We know that, but sometimes there are reasons for that, right? sometimes there are reasons for that and clearly that that those reasons exist he's gone through a period of um of support of uh, via, via a clinic um he's quite the other side of that he's been very open um I mean again Graham we've got to we've got to be honest and say he, he gave that interview to Gary Neville because uh, tabloid newspapers were going to out That's
0: oh, it's it's good pay, it's good Piado. but
1: he, 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 he let's let me finish my point. He gave that newspaper to so give that interview to Gary Neville because tabloid newspapers were going to out the fact that he'd been into rehab. That's that's what mm. came, that's why it was that's why it was driven. Um, but it's 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 brilliant that it occurred. It is brilliant that it occurred. It was a good platform because it was Deli Ali speaking, it wasn't in a newspaper, you weren't reading something, it couldn't be misconstrued or misinterpreted. It was his words, it was his voice, it was his life. And um, like you say, Graham, uh, I think for any sports fan out there. Please go and listen to the interview and understand that these these footballers, these icons, these people. No matter if you're in the the, the 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 national league or League Two or, or League One, uh, the Championship or the Premier League, you you go to a football game as a fan and you you, you look up to these players, no doubt about it. But there are, there are sections of the of the crowd, Graham, that go and shout and scream and swear at these players as if the robots if they have got no feelings. Football players are not robots. They have feelings. They have brothers. They have sisters. They have mothers. They have fathers. In some instances, they have foster parents. They have adopted parents. It's a you know they human beings like us, and and they do, in my opinion, deserve a bit more respect. Uh, and and you know I, I I look at it as well, Graham. We look at society and we look at how the referee was treated after going you know, with the the the, the uh, Roma game in the um. The Europa League or the what what league was that, Graham? It was the Europa League, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh the English referee that was just abused. Yeah,
0: by, yeah. yeah. you
1: know, I, and we look at and it becomes like a bit of a pylon sometimes on social media or someone's be we we have that mob culture. And I think it exists in football. And I think anyone that watches that Deli interview will reflect upon their own behaviour going forward when they attend the football game. And and what they I'd like to think it'll impact as well on social media, Graham, what people write on social media. I, I know people write when they when sometimes they go on the, the phones and write when they're drunk after a game or whatever, or they they're upset. And I think some some people if, if it if it impacts one person, which I'm sure it will, that doesn't that doesn't uh tweet or shout and scream at a football player or a referee in the future or or the child on a Sunday playing football. I think then it's it's gonna help other people. I think Delhi's interview will help other footballers. So um huge respect to Delhi Ali. Um in fact Graham, I'm gonna call him Delhi, sorry, because that's how he goes. That he, he wants to go by Delhi and it'll become apparent the reason why he goes by Delhi if you uh if you watch the interview.
0: Yeah, so yeah, go and watch that. Um is obviously with Everton, see how he goes. Um he Everton are in need of needed good players, so I imagine he will get a chance to kick on this year and try and forge a career his career again. Yeah, at the high at the higher level. Um, and we'll see see how it goes. Um, on to quickly touch on um, before we get on our transfers of the week, our picks. Uh, Boom City, congratulations to them, Craig. They have new owners. It's been a long time. Yeah, coming. Um. But a relief to them. Um, it is the group entitled Knightbridge Capital Management, et cetera, et cetera. New board. Um, big plans in place, and they've got. Then they've already secured the signing of Sekiri Dembele from Bournemouth on a three-year deal, Craig, which is impressive. So yeah. that's that's excellent for everyone concerned at Birmingham. will get the stadium sorted, and um, they are a huge club, Birmingham. Yeah. Um, it's nice to see them get sorted. it's been a long time to come in coming that one. Oh, I agree, Do you know what I feel
1: for the? I feel for the Birmingham fans. Uh I, I really do. Um, have, have you been to St. Andrews in recent times, Graham? Yeah, uh, yes. In
0: the last uh, within the last ten years, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, listen. If you've been within the last two years, the stadium's fallen to pieces. Um, now I, I, I went there and spent quite a number of games there because Coventry, uh, shared the stadium with Birmingham uh, over the course of a season, um. And where I say it's fallen to pieces, Grim, the stadium has fallen to pieces from the manager's office to the stands.
0: Um, to, well, to... That made, yeah, the main stand, and then they had yeah. some. Uh, there was architect faults with, or was it building, real building issues with the the new the new bit that was the main issues, wasn't it? it was just yeah, surprising.
1: yeah. And, and, and Graham. look, I I think Birmingham City need a full stadium rebuild. Um, the, the training ground burnt down. During this this period of of ownership, um, look, let us I mean, it, it was interesting. The the name of the company, obviously, it was called Shelby Companies Limited, which was a, a I think a, a nod to Peaky Blinders, um, obviously set in in Birmingham, isn't it? The uh, the the famous TV show. So if you watch it, great. If you're a fan or not, I certainly am. Brilliant show. Um, and look, they, they they now look like they have a period of stability. Uh, we hope that these, these owners come in and invest that the signing of Dembele is obviously a, a step in the in the right direction. Um, they are a big club. They are a bit, the, the middle, the Midlands, the Midlands, like the Northeast, like the Northwest, they, they, they have lots of, of, of big clubs that, uh, that need some traction. Um, and Birmingham, let's hope they, they can get the traction and move forward positively. I, I, again, just for the long-suffering Birmingham fans, I hope that you have a great summer now and that you have a, a season to look forward to.
0: Yeah, um, talking about a summer to look forward to, Craig, we've got a touch note It's not our area of expertise at all, but the Women's World Cup kicks off uh, down under on July 20th. Um, New Zealand, Australia, and we have the like, Lionesses going down. Yeah. Um, um trying to the european champions trying to win the world crown and also the irish team um going down there um my understanding the, the aussies and the americans are the favorites to win craig um i'll be watching a little bit of it craig as much as i can um i say it's not our area of expertise craig but i'm sure we, we wish to line this as well down under
1: yeah listen good 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 luck to the uh to the ladies i hope that you you absolutely smash it i hope that you have a great tournament and uh, let's hope that you can follow out under 21s and and bring home the uh, bring home the trophy i would like to cover that should have a little chat about that under under 21 performance um we did do it in our predictions last week you predicted spain to win oh yeah
0: tot- totally um yeah John, that much happened in last week right? Really. <laughs> i thought that was in the thing yeah um yeah so england um you predicted spain one, to win one, of one course number you predicted yes, I, did. I thought I thought the experience would uh, would tell
1: and i i predicted uh i predicted england to win uh i and look the final was by no means a classic was it it was uh it was a a real tactical game of 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 cat and mouse really because england on occasion just surrendered possession to spain uh, got in the shape and played on the played on the transition um <laughs> They missed some good chances. The goal that was scored was a complete fluke, wasn't it? It was, a, it was a free kick that took a wicked deflection. Uh, who was credited with the goal? Graham, because it, it, it was originally called Palm, but I think he had it chalked off. You know, I think it was, was it not, given.
0: Was it not Curtis Jones? No, I think it was given
1: it. to Curtis Jones because the ball yeah. struck him and went in. So I think the the goal was eventually given to to Curtis Jones. Um, look, the, the the Spanish left back Miranda was was was, was sensational. Um, Sanchez was was their main man. Didn't have a great game, did he? He was uh, he was substituted off. Um, did you see who won play
0: of the tournament, Graham? Joe, um, you know I didn't actually. I didn't see um, those awards. You Newcastle United. oh Andy, oh, Andy, Gordon, you know I did see it. yeah, he had yeah. Uh, um, a very good time. I imagine, and I and I believe that's where, as as a cent- right forward, centre forward, when he can, I, I think that's why Newcastle be in this year.
1: Yeah, listen, I don't think he's centre forward by any stretch. They played him as a false nine, really. Did yeah. I? Th- I think I think it worked for England in playing there um, because we had the the firepower of Cameron Archer to come off the bench if if was needed. We we played throughout the tournament. We played some really good football. The final wasn't great, um, but sometimes about being pragmatic and getting a result. It's not about turning up and playing brilliant football. It's about getting the result and. Too often, Graham England have turned up and tried to uh, try to play the brilliant football and, and get turned over at uh, youth level, uh, under 21s in particular. It's our first win since 1984. Uh, some shout out to me if I may, Graham. Morgan Gibbs White, immense, mm-hmm. immense throughout the tournament. But my play of the tournament, my play of the tournament, wasn't Anthony Gordon. My play of the tournament was Levi Caldwell, who I thought was absolutely faultless. England did not concede a goal in the tournament. Not mm-hmm. one, not one goal. Um, obviously, we saw um the the heroics, didn't we, Graham, in the uh in the in the final from uh, it was it what, what, minute James was Trafford. What what minute? What minute was that penalty? Was it the ninety second minute? James yeah,
0: it was injury in, in time. Yeah, James Trafford, the the hero. Um, James Trafford, the hero. Or we you know he's going to Burnley. For, ha, ha, Howard would Bellis is an interesting one because I thought he was equally as good as Listen, he's, Grim, he's and he's available. Great. he More so than Colwell is because we know Liverpool are try, actually trying to buy Colwell, which makes a lot of sense to me. And it just Grim, how how Howard Bellis situation. was immense.
1: How Bellis was immense? The re- the reason I'm giving Colwell the 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 my player of the time is is. That he brings balance with his left foot and he's technically outstanding. Not only is he a good defender, he is technically outstanding. I think Howard Bellis is 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 more of a strong, just a strong defender rather than a technical ball player. Um, but I I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, of of both of them. Um you know if I was a club out there by both of them, I'd buy Miranda at at left back, I'm not sure, sure I'd play right back. Uh, I, I know Garner got in team of the tournament at right back. He's not a right he
0: back. But when you say that, he played very I saw him play. He started there um the day did. of the season for Everton. He, well, uh, he, not, can, he, he can play that role.
1: He's not, a, but he's not a right back. He's, I mean, I, I've, seen, I've seen him since he's been a kid. One
0: of one of his transitional. I know, yeah, I know. He's yeah, not, but he's, he's he's clearly playing now. He's got a liking for. it. But so if you're playing that transitional right back, um, he's clearly capable of doing it. Um, interesting, yeah. but how on, on how will balance quickly, Greg? Obviously, he's looking. He's only got a year left at City. He's looking to yeah. leave. He's been linked to a lot of. Teams um like Newcastle Forest etc. um it it does seem like he, he's going to leave City but um someone's going to get a very good player there.
1: Oh listen, I, we we don't know what's happening with Howard Bellis if if he, I'm sure City will offer him a new deal, Grim. Now whether he takes that or not, um we we've seen we've seen in recent years um we saw they're Tossing Adibiaro, go out to Blackburn on loan, go back and then get sold to Fulham. Mm-hmm. Um, Recently we've seen uh Cam Doyle go out to, to Coventry come back. I think we believe that he's he he may be going um for sizeable money. It's that
0: it's that this... avenue to the first team, Craig, isn't it? Because if you're Howard Bellis, yeah, you see all this, but then you see City are about to sign Make Radio, <laughs> the most expensive defender in the world. What yeah. the although fordons in the team, I do w City and I know Rico Lewis is coming in to a certain extent, but sometimes the um you do wonder the route through for some of these city guys. Listen,
1: if you cut, if you call Palmer and you Howard Bellis, you've just won the under 21s you want to play football? I, mm-hmm. and, and and you're not going to play football at City because City have the best players in the world. So you you've got to be if you want to play a centre back at City, you've got to be in the top four defenders in the world. If you want to play midfield for City, you've got to be in the top four midfield players in the world. If you're playing striker for City, you've got to be in the top two strikers in the world. That that that's that's the reality of where City are at now, Graham, isn't it? Um. And I, I can see, I can see Cole. Listen, if I'm City, I'd give Cole Palmer and and Howard Bellis new contracts and loan them both out. But if I'm if I'm Howard Bellis and uh, yeah,
0: that's that's the thing with Howard Bellis. If he did, if they will have to sell him if oh, he's no summer, so yeah. If if, if
1: a Newcastle Uniteds, for example, uh, come in from that that calibre of club, where he he would be better, I think, than what they've got there. Um
0: but do you, well well you say well you say that Craig you're a huge you're the biggest fan I know of Fabian Shah. I'm a huge Fabian Shaw fan. Do you think how Har- do I, I'm not sure how Bells would go to Newcastle because I don't think he'd want to sit behind Fabian Shaw. I think he's more likely to go to a forest where he starts every week.
1: I think he'd get in ahead of Fabian Shaw.
0: Oh, oh, don't get! I'm surprised. I, I, you know me. I would pick Howard Bellis all the time, and I think that money as well. Quick, we're talking. It's an interesting one. It's fascinating. Um, I disagree. I, 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 where... I think. I
1: think. I think Forest are going to struggle massively next season. Like, if I'm Howard Bellis, I'm not going to Nottingham Forest. You don't leave Manchester City and go
0: to Nottingham Forest. Well, I, I, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see where he does go. Levi Colwell is his defensive partner, wanted by Liverpool. Um, we'll see. We'll see where a lot of this, we'll, we'll touch back on this team actually and see where they all end up. We know James Trafford's going. Um, Gibbs White isn't going to Mill Smith Rowe. See what happens with him. There's not some of them do struggle to start quick. So it will be fascinating to see where these lads end up, won't it? It really will. Um, uh, in terms of transfers, then, Craig. Um, your deal of the week this week. What are we going for?
1: Oh, Green, you can go first. You can go first.
0: Well. I would have. I must say, um, bit bit of a cheat code. I possibly would have if if it happened ahead of the show because I've only just seen the news um, of of Shikimi Dembele going to um, going to Birmingham City uh, from oh, yes. Bournemouth. I think that's an astute an astute move. I think it's a good one. In terms of my move of the week, Craig, what am I going to opt for? I think... what, Graham, can I
1: can I go for mine then? I'll, go, I'll, on, I'll... then go on. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's one that we have talked about, but it's only been completed this week. We talked about it last week. Uh, Paul Torres uh, from Villarreal to Aston oh, You're
0: stealing my favourite player, yeah.
1: Yeah, listen, listen we're, we're huge fans of him on the pod, aren't we? We we think he, he's going to go. Grim, and, 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 I, and I think, I mean, I don't know how much they've paid for him. I don't think it's been reported how much they've paid for him. Uh, I, I think come next summer, Bayern Munich. Barcelona, Real Madrid, Manchester City, Manchester United, Liverpool... Less than 40, it's less than 40,
0: Craig. Yeah, it's, not, it's not a huge, huge... Okay, well, I, Premier I, money.
1: I think those European giants will all be in for him next season at double that price.
0: Yeah. Well, see, I see well, a lot of people thinking Villa would make a battle for the top four, which I wouldn't necessarily rule out, especially if uh, Villa at the moment, uh, Craig, we understand they're trying to get Moussa Diaby from, from Bayer Leverkusen. So Munchie's already having an impact there. It'd be fascinating yeah. if they get these targets. I agree. My...
1: They'll, be, they'll be targeting Newcastle United's slot. I, I, yeah, think, I, I think I think you have overachieved yeah. last season. Uh, but fair play to them, they're in the Champions League and they deserve that. Um it'll be interesting to see what uh, what happens next year.
0: I've got so so another shout out for Oxford United, actually, Craig. They've taken Mark Harris from Cardiff, who I like a lot. Right. Um, I'm surprised Cardiff letting him out. But my daily week would be Brandon Aronson. Union Berlin getting him on loan from Leeds, being a lot of what a team. signing that is. I yeah, I, that. I think that's my signing of this week. Leeds, um, touching on them, Craig, quickly. They are about they've let Robin Koch go on loan to Frankfurt, Diego Lorente has gone to Roma, he's been joined by Rasmus Christensen. Uh, Rodrigo, as you know, has gone to Qatar, Craig, Mark yeah, Rocker no. has gone to Betis, Brendan Emerson now has gone to Union Berlin. I think Leeds need to be a little bit careful. You know, the, you can't let everyone out, guys. You need to keep some of them. Great. I, I, I'd have been tempted to keep Aronson in the championship. I must Matt,
1: I think Leeds will struggle. I, I think, I think from the the three South three relegated teams, um, I think Leeds are going to be the ones that struggle. I, th- I, I think,
0: have to have to agree. I, I, agree.
1: I, th- I think that ul- ultimately, uh, Leicester and Southampton could romp the league, um, yeah. and, and one of them could get a, a, a record points total but I think Leeds could really struggle and, and allow Le- Leicester to definitely play.
0: Yeah, Southampton one time they've made this week Greg, Ryan Manning Um, obviously linked to our own Middlesbrough um, right he's gone for, it's not, no surprise that he's followed um, Russell Martin no I agree, I agree. Won, won't be the last play, won't be the last fall, no, one and, 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 to make that
1: trip no but Shea she Charles has gone there as well from Manchester City hasn't he yeah nice yeah. signing and, so, not,
0: not, and he's he's probably long term Romeo Lavia and James Ward prowse sort of replacement isn't
1: he yeah look there's, there's no doubt that Southampton have got the links to Manchester City City, the the pre the recruitment who's now gone to Chelsea and, and now Jason Wilcox has gone in as director of football. So uh there's no doubt that he had a huge huge impact upon that. What mm-hmm. one interesting one at a championship level I saw this week, Graham, was uh, Dwayne Holmes uh leave Huddersfield for Preston. I thought it was All a right, really smart, really smart signing for Preston, um experienced campaigner. Um so Jerry Yates go from Blackpool to Swansea, great. That's staff. right,
0: yeah, yeah. And obviously, Joel Pirro. Looking likely, he might leave Craig. He's um, going. Yeah, he's we'll going. see where he goes. Are
1: we, are we, we saw that record sale for Coventry City, didn't we, Graham? Go through. Yeah,
0: yesterday. Victor Icares joining spot in Lisbon. Um, excellent move for him. Good, good choice of club. I did I tweeted that. Um yeah. A really interesting, um, interesting one for him. So we'll see how uh, that pans out. But again, we within 12 months he's another one, Craig. If he he'll does, be, at, he'll be, he'll
1: be at Dortmund within 12 months. Graham. If
0: he does the job, he'll be, yeah. he'll be, he'll be on the menu for on the number nine market for sure. Yeah. Um, do, do you know much about um, Mads for Jensen, Craig. You see, he, he came over from to, to Preston as well from, from OB. I've heard good things about him, 23 now, year old.
1: I, I've personally not seen him, Graham. So, I, I'm not...
0: interesting. I do, I do get fascinated by some of his foreign ones. So, like, Preston making a good impact there. Pretty interesting, um, interesting moves into the market there from Preston, yeah, because so... it's been, it's been them, it's been their model not to sign foreign players,
1: Graham. It's been there, right? Okay, it's been Preston's model not to sign players outside of the, the UK. Um, so, the fact that they have signed uh, a foreign player is.
0: Uh, is... You wonder whether they're, t- they're obviously one of the first teams second take possibly of the non permit regulation now.
1: Yeah, because if you, if, you, if you look at when uh, I, I know they've got um, Emil uh, Reese there, the, the, the striker, but he, he had his youth career at Derby County. So they they'd they'd always gone for uh English English experience. You must have played in England. So if you're a foreign player, you must have played in England. Where this one is uh is a bit left field. He's a lot of goals
0: last season, didn't he? So it's really really interesting. Um, I want to touch on the quickly before we go, Craig. Um, this multi club um ownership thing, which is yep. really starting to kick in in England now, because um Chelsea um. Strasbourg, a blue blue coat on Chelsea and Strasbourg, and yeah. Chelsea are making moves to quite a few players like Ley, the Montpellier striker, outstanding player Craig, yeah. but he's looked like he's might be signed by Chelsea to move to to Strasbourg, yeah. and he won't be the last player who, no. who does that. I think there's been a few Chelsea players going loan there. The other one what caught my eye? Did you see that Romain Favre had signed for Bournemouth? Yes, from Lyon, and then yes. loaned to their sister club Lorient. I didn't Interesting. know he right. okay. Yeah, it's loaned straight out to Lorien, who uh, obviously he's a replacement for Enzo Lafayette, the wonderful Enzo Lafayette who's gone to, to Wren. Right, but one my favourite, you know, it, it, the world we're living in now, we're born for signing players off Leon and loading them out to their sister club. It, it's a, it, it just highlighting the strength of the Premier League, Craig, isn't it? Oh, Graham! Listen, they, I, I, and and this, this I, is a, this is a Leon first team player we're talking about here.
1: Yeah. yeah, and 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 this is why I don't uh, I don't begrudge Saudi Arabia at all in terms of their investment in football. The Premier League can stockpile players. Multi club, mu- the multi club model will allow clubs or allow organisations—not clubs—it's organisations, businesses—to stockpile players within within their within their plethora of clubs, really. Um, where they can just go, we've got three, four, five clubs. We will we will trade these players within our own clubs. Uh, there's there's also some financial fair play benefits of doing that uh too. Um okay, it's it, it's one to keep an eye on because I I it's been mentioned in uh, FIFA and UEFA recently. Um they're now not um putting a spanner in the in in the in the in the spokes. Initially it looked like they were going to, um, but
0: now I think they they recognize the amount of money that's going to come from this. Uh, and they've taken we've got to see more and more. Back. We know Newcastle looking at this model. It's yeah. not, going to be no surprise to see their first club announced soon. PSG are looking at the model as well. Yeah. I think foreign clubs are obviously going to copy what's going on. Um so it'll be interesting. So um that brings us to an end as we say. Um we're gonna sign off by again wishing the lionesses looked look down yeah. under. We'll we'll be touching Where on the play bit. first,
1: Graham? Do we know? Do we know who the play?
0: Uh, but I, I don't know. I know New I look, Zealand. I, I know, I look, I know New, New Zealand kick off the first game, Craig. It's, um, I know that the the footballing ferns is that called, Craig? The New Zealanders kick off first. I the think I think we're playing Haiti. Oh well, well, twenty well, second uh, of July. There's gonna be yeah. I, I've been told to watch out. There's gonna be some big score lines in this World Cup, Craig. And England um, England's ha- Haiti has 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 that written all over it. But we'll, we'll touch on that. We'll, we'll maybe preview the game, Craig, a little bit um, before on our next podcast. But, 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 uh, but you that know what, Graeme? If, if
1: that game finishes 10-0 to England or 12-0 to England, I'd be more
0: disappointed. Apparently it happened in the last World Cup, but yeah, there's I think um, <sighs> I was sp- I was speaking on that you mean to our football correspondent, the women's football correspondent on there. And he explained to me, he said there's because uh, 'cause it's been expanded. Um there are even some weaker weaker nations in there oh. now, uh, Vietnam, Philippines. There's quite oh. a few in there who could be on there and there's some good hidings, apparently.
1: I, I I see I don't think that's good for anybody. But anyway, no luck no, right. no, good yeah, luck to good yeah. luck to England, except against Haiti. Well, I I hope you you win (laughs) 2-0.
0: Yeah, we don't like to see these uh, hammerings, do we? So thanks for joining us this week. And we're back uh, next Friday, guys. Cheers, Graham. Cheers, guys.